Hey, and welcome back to yet another episode of Thus Far Podcast, the podcast where we talk about some of my life lessons thus far. And so far, so good, God for us all. Thank you so much for coming back. It's always a pleasure to know that you're on the other side. And I don't know if you can tell, but every time I do a recording, I'm constantly smiling because I know you're going to listen to this. So I want you to feel the energy, to feel the joy that's in my heart as I speak about some of these uh, life lessons. But of course, as usual, I like to start all this by saying, uh, you know, hello, how are you? How have you been? How's been your world? Um, I sincerely hope that you are you know, doing well, taking care of yourselves, of course, your loved ones, and above everything else, taking care of your heart. And not to mention your mental health, because that is of the most fundamental importance. And I hope that you are just taking care of you. As for me, I really can't complain, man. It's it's been a it's been a very interesting few weeks. Um just a lot of planning, a lot of organizing, a lot of uh um, you know, new adventures that I'm about to embark on. So it's just been a mixture of so many things, but everything, when they when it comes together, it just brings it back to uh, the understanding that, you know what, this is exactly where I'm supposed to be in this moment in history. So I am so happy uh, with where I am and everything that's going on right now. Um, so we're back once again. Um, and of course, uh, I do have some, some life lesson that I want to share in this podcast that I've, I've come to learn, um, over the past, well, I want to say this is a lesson I've, I've had for a long, long time, but I just didn't realize that I was actually in school <laughs> this whole time. And this is really what happens in most of our, our lives, right? eventually when you get older and wiser, you start to see, oh my goodness, I've actually been in college. I've been learning, but I just didn't know I was, you know, being prepared for a moment such as this. So let's start with the lessons that I've learned. And one of those many lessons that I'll share with you today is that I have learned that in life, we are all wrong for someone. Now I'm going to let that sink in for a little bit. Just think about it. You know, take it in and let me say it one more time. We are all wrong for someone. You are wrong for someone and I am wrong for someone. And no matter how you look at it, you know, no matter how much or what you're willing to do for someone, they could simply just be wrong for you. And it's a concept that a lot of people don't want to grasp or don't want to accept as a reality. That, you know, some things are going to look pretty and beautiful and, you know, with ribbons on it. When you look at it, you know, on paper or at face value, you know, in words or in conversations, um, but, you know, there's that, there's that saying that goes, you know, all oh, that glitters is not gold. So in the real practical world, you just have to learn to become a little more um, careful, maybe. Uh, let's call it wise enough 
just wise enough to know the difference between gold and glitter, right? Now, I'm not here to tell you how to separate gold from glitter, right? This is something that, unfortunately or fortunately, it's something that you will have to figure out on your own. And the simple reason to that is that not all gold is gold for everyone. Let me say that one more time. Not all gold is gold for everyone. Uh, we all want different things, right? And if I could sneak in another uh, saying, another that says one man's meat could be another man's poison. And I can't think of any saying that actually speaks so much truth in so few words. We're all different and what we want is different. You've got to learn and go to school to learn what is gold to you and what is not gold to you. I think that is the basic uh, or let's say the foundation of uh, what I'm trying to uh, talk about today. And like I said, these are some of my life lessons and doesn't mean they have to be yours. But the way that I just see the world, that's why I do these podcasts. So how do I see the world when it comes to one man's gold not being uh, my gold or their gold. Um, I mean, I want to say, even if you can identify the difference between gold and glitter, there's a tip that I might want to share, you know. How do you know that this is my gold? And by this, I'm talking about pretty much relationships, really. How do you know that this is the one I'm supposed to be with? Or the one that is gold for me. Even though that gold might not be for you. Might be wrong gold for you. Now, underline that sentence because I'm going to come back to it in a minute. There's a very specific energy. And this is something I've learned over the many years. There's a specific energy that only you feel. When um, the right person comes along. And again, there's really no way to explain it. And I'm not going to tell you how you're going to feel. I'm not going to tell you you're going to have goosebumps on your, you know, back, neck, on your balls. I can't tell you that. <laughs> but only you will know it when you feel it, right? There's a specific energy that you get when that person comes around. You know, and it's going to be different from one person to the other. I know that feeling because I've felt it. A feeling where, and not to sound cliche, but truly and really nothing else matters. Truly, you feel like you found your most, the, the happiest place in the world. Every time they come around, the, the, the heavens open up. Like, oh, these lines, they, they sound so cliche like you've heard this before but have you felt it before i know i have so like i said it's very difficult to identify because it'll always be different from one person to the other and for me that's pretty much what i, I would say it's a guide not so much um the full explanation of the feeling it, it'll kind of guide you at least that's how I personally know. Now, the irony of life is that sometimes 
you actually don't end up being together with that one person who makes you feel that type of energy. And it's crazy, but I guess that's just how it's designed. You know, you make a lot of things don't make sense. Even as I take my journey of learning these lessons or realizing some of the life lessons I've had, a lot of life issues just don't make any sense at all. Like, how do you feel a certain way about someone? The energy is perfect. When you talk to them, you're so alive and they tell you they feel the same. You spend time with them. It's just magic butterflies everywhere. And yet you're not supposed to be them, to be with them. It's crazy. But that's just the fact of life. You're not going to end up together with that one person uh, sometimes. And for some people, I've learned that they will even go to live a whole life, you know, marriage and all, uh, have kids, a happy, long life, knowing very well that the energy that they once felt is not what they ended up choosing to settle for. Mm, here's a new word, settle. Now, the word settle, mm, I'm going to say it. I don't know. I think I should just say it boldly because I've heard so many people talk about it in a very negative way. You should never settle. <laughs> That's what they say. Don't settle. It's crazy how so many people will give you that advice to say you should never, ever settle. Why? I don't know. The irony of that is that the majority of people, living or dead, we all settle at some point, whether we know it or not. And I guess that is the heartbeat of the lesson that I've learned, that people settle and it's not a very, it's not as bad of a thing as some people make it out to be. People settle. <laughs> you know, in my, in my own life lessons and, uh, you know, lessons of others and even from observation, I've, I've come to learn that not every, not, uh, it's not a very negative thing to settle. I've noticed that uh, a lot of people, when they settle, Sometimes they eventually become um, content with what they settled for. Underline the word content. Because content in itself is not such a bad word. It's not such a bad thing to be content. To say this is what I could get out of this situation. But I'm happy with this. Could I use more? Absolutely, but because this is all I get to get, I'm okay with this. So it's about being okay with what you get, which is something that a lot of people have a problem with. But today I want to try and open your mind to something different, maybe. But be, because only this is this just a lesson that I've learned, and I'm starting to realize how many times in life that I have settled. So... I'm not here to say go out there and just settle. Now, I want to just put that out there. But I'm just here to share that, you know, I've learned that most people actually do. 
and you just have to do it right, I guess. It has to make sense to you. Now, there's a saying. There's a saying that goes, when the best is not available, the available becomes the best. When the best is not available, the available becomes the best. This is so true in so many relationships. Most times it usually starts, you know, with uh, shooting for the stars, right? Shooting, aiming so high, searching for the one, um, having like extremely high standards, a whole list of demands even, <laughs> on things you want from a man or from a woman. And yet that doesn't always happen for people. So in my view, settling is, uh, it simply means you are accepting the flaws and embracing the good. And there's a threshold, obviously, for each and every one of us. Even when you compile a list of things you want, things you, you want to see in your partner, there's a certain mark where you say, mm, this is too much and you won't do it. And again, that is a good quality to have. But when you don't get a 10 out of 10 from someone, what do you call it when someone with a 6 out of 10 comes along and you accept them? Is that not settling? Is that not a compromise? And what's so bad about that? I don't think there is. I feel like settling has just been given a very bad rap. That the word has just been um, misused or misunderstood in so many ways, especially when it comes to relationships. I mean, if we never compromised in life, we, would, we wouldn't even be half the people we are today. I mean, think about it. If you just wanted the best, if you just wanted everything that you wanted the way you wanted it, would you be in the job you're at right now? Probably not. Would you be living in that, uh, say, two-bedroom apartment? Maybe not. And I know some people might not want to hear this, but based on my personal experience, facts and you know other people's experiences, I've noticed that we settle for someone or something almost 90% of the time. You know, I like to call this... Uh, a life of compromise because we we kind of live a life of negotiation with life. <laughs> and we may not notice it, but we actually do. We actually have these negotiations with life to say, life, you know what? I want a corner office. I want a job that gives me six figures. I want a beautiful trophy wife. I want a husband who's got six packs and muscles who can carry me across the hole. I want a man with, you know, very, um, let's call him gifted <laughs> in every sense of the word. We all have these wishes and dreams, but we always come back to the ne negotiating table with life. To say, okay, since you couldn't give me a guy with a six-pack, I'll take him with a one-pack, but as long as he's got, you know, 
a few dollar signs to his name. That to me is compromise and that to me is settling. What's so bad about that? This is where people just don't understand that we almost always settle, but we just have been fed the term settle is bad and we've accepted it. You know, and again, there is no uh, encouragement for me to say, go out there and settle. Because, I mean, if you find something exciting, something perfect, which you may not, but if you do, I would say congratulations to you. Because in my view, we all just settle in almost every area of, your, of our lives. But when it comes to relationships, I feel like that's where people start to kind of pull back and say, no, I'm not going to settle. That is interesting. I must say that, you know, I respect that a lot. You know, protecting your heart and finding the one that God created for you. I do respect that because some people are so, you know, in touch with their faith that they believe there is that one person who is out there created specifically for you. Which is a very interesting concept for me, you know. Uh, you know, just going blindly into the world to find someone who's supposedly meant to be with you forever. But that's a story for another day. Today, I just wanted to share the lesson of compromise, which I have I've lived by in so many areas of my life, including some relationships. So I guess my lesson here or the lesson I've learned is not to be too hard on yourself. Got to breathe a little and know that it's okay to not have 10 out of 10. You know, if you find someone who's an eight, but maybe can eventually become a 10, that's perfect. If you find a six who can work their way up, that's perfect. You know, because um, even if you settle, sometimes they eventually become the best. And can eventually even tick off some of your, the majority of your boxes. And I must say again, disclaimer, if you get the absolute best with everything you've ever wanted, everything you ever needed, then congratulations to you. Because those have become extremely rare in this day and age. And that's a fact, you know. But it's a blessing to find someone like that. So if you do, congratulations. But however, I, I want to bring you back to my introduction that someone who ticks all your boxes may still be wrong for you. <laughs> now that one is, is the, it's probably the hardest pill to swallow. Knowing that this person ticks all my boxes, they are like picture perfect on paper, but they could still be wrong for you. You know, that's someone who makes your heart beat in a very specific way <laughs> that makes you feel butterflies everywhere, makes you, you know, just yearn to be held, to be touched, to be wanted, to be needed. They just make you feel good. And yet you are told that this one is wrong for you. That's a very hard thing to accept. And one thing I've noticed is we are stubborn. Humans are naturally stubborn, especially in relationships, because you 
get to a point where you say, just because this one takes all the boxes that I want, they have to be the one. Not necessarily. Because behind those uh, boxes comes a person who has to feel the same feelings for you to make it work. There has to be a mutual feeling, a connection that is not always present. No matter what stage of life you're at, you're starting to date, you're, you've been dating for five years, you, you've been married for five years, it doesn't matter. At some point, you have to get to a point of learning, opening your eyes and seeing that, you know what? This person might tick all my boxes, but they are just wrong for me. Unfortunately, some people realize this 10, 20 years after they get married. And that, to me, is probably the worst kind of settle. Hmm. You see, I'm not all about just settling. Sometimes you don't have to. But that will be a story for another day. All I'm saying is that, you know what? Just understand that not everyone is right for you. We are all wrong for someone. But the true test of knowledge comes where you can tell when you are wrong for someone, when someone is wrong for you. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful week and I'll catch you on the next one. God bless. Bye-bye.